You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm here on time this time. Um, I unfortunately did not make it for the beginning of the episode last week, as uh, our regular listeners have... uh, are aware by now but i did catch up on the last episode and now i regret ever going to sleep in my life so thanks guys (laughs) that's what Um, happens when you leave us alone (laughs) (laughs) but it ended up being pretty good around halfway through so i I guess i did eventually change my opinion on that episode yeah when you showed up (laughs) yes Yes. This this podcast is like the MCU because you you had to have seen listen to the previous one to get to get what's going on now. <laughs> continuity. I'm talking about continuity. I I am I am giving credit to the audience that they remember things that we have discussed in previous episodes. Hmm. Anyways, so I did try to um, segue into this about the uh, change opinions, but you guys uh, made me miss the uh, moment there. So I'm just going to. Uh, Whoops. it's all good this episode is about games that we changed our opinions on and um yeah and that might what if one of us changes an opinion about a game during this episode that would be quite something that would be uh not out of the question no (laughs) Uh, i think that has happened in the past it has. Yeah, live yes. on air several times. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm almost kind of really excited to see if that might be the case because I, I would totally – I hope so just because it would give me something to talk about because honestly, I, I'm i at the point where I can't remember very many times where I changed my opinion on the game even though I'm pretty sure that I have several times. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, a lot of times I'm going to be trying to remember those mm-hmm. moments. But, Watch it live in action as it happens, yeah. folks. Yeah, the, the the three of us tend to the three of us are more like the double down type. So this is a this is a tough <laughs> yeah. one. We're, we're way more likely to double down on something. Yes. I, I I gotta stop suggesting episodes and it, it, that I don't have ideas for myself because sometimes yeah. you call my bluff and you're like, yeah, let's do that, and I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. It's it's like I come up with an idea and I'm like, it would be great to hear people talk about this, and I'm like, oh man, but I gotta talk about it. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm one I of totally the people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the people. What the? Yeah. How did that happen? Here's here's a topic. You want to talk about it? No, you do it. <laughs> we do that a lot, and we're like, and you think nobody's going to show up to the episode, but then recording time comes, and here we all are. So I guess you know it yeah. works. So um, okay. So one thing I do want to get out of the way, just because I know that we've talked about this at length many times before, between uh, especially between I, me and I Paul. disagree, but yeah. No, you don't. You clearly don't. uh but i do want to just get this out of the way in like two sentences or less or fewer i should say um because i i'm kind of tired of saying this over and over again now but uh uh, changed opinions for me space quest 6 uh by technicality it's not that i you know i went back and played it um i haven't finished it yet but i played a lot more than i ever have before and in doing so, my opinion hasn't changed for the better or worse, but it changed laterally. So my opinion hasn't changed in terms of like a net movement. It's more just like <laughs> I like and dislike it for different reasons now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm trying. I'm wondering if I should even start saying something because I don't I don't want to just can, can, I, I, can you I'll, sum it up. Can you sum it up? I'll, I'll read what I wrote in my pre-show notes. OK, it says I'll, I'll allow SQ6. this. 
it says SQ6 less yay. So, because I was doing a boo and yay system. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess that you know, context helps. So, so my list has boos and yays. So I remember whether or not I liked it or not. Cause, you know, mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just that I'll leave it there. It's just, it's less yay. I still, I still love it. I, I do. Yeah. I love the whole series. I, it's still charming, but it's definitely less as great as I thought it was. I- and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For real? No, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. No, okay. no, thanks. Because I've I, honestly, in that game, I've changed my opinion a bit in that because I didn't notice the continuity errors when I played it, all I noticed is that Roger was taller and skinnier and the animation was a bit weird and different. It was kind of easy. And uh, so I liked it, like, fairly well. So later on, I like it, like, I don't like it a lot less, really, or more either. I'm about the same. I'm not really changed. Damn it, I gotta say one more thing because you said continuity. Okay, before I had played them wildly out of order. Yeah, oh, that's right, I'm, this isn't a bit, I'm saying this. <laughs> I'm in now, I'm in. <laughs> I played them really out of order, and then and then a few years ago I played them all in order, and that's when I, I, I lost a lot for it because I just I wanted answers at that point. And I'm like, now I'm invested in, in the overarching story, and I wanted answers, and I didn't get them. I'll stop there, I'm done. And Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, folks, you'll notice there was a little clip. Yeah, we edited out like the last, you know, 15 or 20 minutes of what he was saying. We're back to it now. Rick, do you have another idea? Um, okay, well, actually, you know what? Just because it's not too far off the same path, um, I – this is a marginal movement, um, but I have always said that Space Quest Two is kind of my – second least favorite in the series just above six and it still remains in that spot but um i've gone back and looked at it and although i haven't really budged on it that much i do have a much much greater appreciation for the art in that game and so i do appreciate it a lot more uh at least visually yeah, that's no. You've reminded me that that should have been on my list because I, well, I really didn't then. like. I really didn't like Space Quest Two. For I thought, and <laughs> and, and I think I, I'm rectifying this on the podcast too because like many episodes ago, probably a hundred, I, I kind of shit on it a bit. And they were jokes. And actually, I kind of stand by the jokes. Some of them weren't bad. Like, if you have the whole universe to explore and, yes. and render in your imagination, you choose, you know, a jungle. So, you know, that's that's a retelling of it. You had to be there. It was a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I I've went seen back people and saying, oh, you do a whole, like, game about space and it's all in a jungle, right? But, like, that's not the point anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I think I still had to get past that or over mm-hmm. that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, once, mm-hmm. just going back, it was just without thinking, it was just fun. Like I really had mm-hmm. a fun time playing. It was, it was mm-hmm. just, it was just a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grouped it in with the, uh, the early games. I just, I grouped it in with the games that I told you before. They just didn't pause when you did stuff. So it was like automatically hard. A game I will use a walkthrough for because it is not a game I can play without one. So I didn't play it till a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Not a little bit later right. being I was still a teenager, right? But I just, I didn't play it first. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh my God, this is my favorite space quest. Of course, now as a grown up, I love it and I appreciate it, but I didn't do it without a walkthrough. So I don't own it the way I would own like four, for example. Yeah. So, I, yeah. At this point, Space Quest 2 is now my, uh, is basically 
the equivalent of Quest for Glory 5. It's actually really good. It just has the misfortune to be in the series against 1, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. That, that really solidified my point that I, I just I have to judge Space Quest as a series because like I, I had so much fun playing too and then I stopped and did the, the mental listing that, that you just done and I was like mm-hmm. no it's it's still second to last yeah like it's <laughs> I, I still gotta put it because you know I yeah I just, there's three and, and five and then four uh, we know the, we know numbers I won't say numbers <laughs> <laughs> you got your threes your fours your five <laughs> you got your everything but two <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's already one for me and Paul. So, Anna, your turn. You know, y'all have heard me say Larry 5. I didn't like it when it came out. It was not Leisure Suit Larry 4. It was, I've said all of these things before. I know this. And now as a grown-up, I appreciate the 90s art, the coolness. I've seen some people stream it. You know, I've talked with you, Rick, about it. And I think that it is a good game. I, they just did a little bit of pandering that I, I had a hard time with back then. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I'm like, oh, it's just a characteristic of the game, so it's no big deal. Where's the cutoff for nostalgia? Because I, I feel like I, I don't have an answer to that. I don't really know, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, like is it is it what like sixteen, seventeen? Because I, I, what got me thinking that was well, there's the, no straight answer for that. There's a lens. There's a nostalgia lens that gets thicker as time goes by. It's really thin when I'm looking at something yesterday. It's like looking through a clear window. The further back I go, the fuzzier or the more magnified or the different view is. So by the time I'm looking through as a kid, Mm -hmm. it's heavier nostalgia because it has to travel further through that glass to get to you, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's any statute of limitations or whatever the opposite of that is for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you know, I, there's, I'm nostalgic for five years ago in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, yeah. Well, even enough. like yeah. you know, the- 20, 2019, you know, oh man, could you imagine yeah. partying like it was 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Before the sick. Um, yeah. All right. That, yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, I was wondering cause Anna had said she had, you had nostalgia for it and, and that would have been like, I don't know, 98 mm-hmm. or something like pretty, pretty late in the game. But but that's that's mm-hmm. still fair. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, you get this one. <laughs> Your opinion is valid, Anna, by Paul's decree. Yeah, we're, we're allowed for now. That's what I come here for, man. I'm going to sleep better tonight. Just don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I didn't have very much um, written down because, like I said, I'm, I'm still trying to struggle to find like that one really good diamond example of a game i really just 180'd on um we we know you didn't have much written down because this would be number two (laughs) (laughs) like oh you need a second one from me shit uh (laughs) i wasn't prepared for this there's three of us come on (laughs) yeah i was just kind of expecting our banter to just sort of flood flood away with us but uh um but i also put limitations on how much we can talk about things so uh that's on me (laughs) um the one thing that i have written down the one last thing that i have written down uh until i try to as i try to uh jog my memory a little bit better but uh this is interesting because it's actually a bit of a double turn Mm. so um so a long time ago i played ultima 6 and that holds a lot of nostalgia and sentimental value for me obviously uh, but before i joined like the online communities of classic gaming I always maintained my love for Ultima 7. It's like my, one of my favorite single games of all time. But Ultima 6 kind of, when I tried to revisit it, I found that like, um, 
I, I kind of noticed a lot more ways in which I didn't think it aged particularly well. Like the little tiny small um, view uh, game screen. So you have very limited mm-hmm. uh, visibility. Uh, the controls weren't as smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, what nostalgia I did have worked against it because I always remember the little um, the, the crappy PC speaker or really uh, crappy sound card that I played it with. So when I heard like the really nicer quality music, it just didn't have anything for me there. Um, and so I was kind of like, well, I guess that's something which I just have to uh, treasure in my mind but never actually go back to. But hmm. since joining the groups and sort of having that more um, appreciation of hindsight, I've gone back to it and reverse reversed my opinion and sort of thought, <laughs> like, oh, now I can really appreciate it because uh, I know it hasn't aged well, but I could still enjoy it for what it was at the time, which right. I'm a lot more sensitive to now. And so I like it again. Yay. End of story. That that was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it's it's interesting you bring up the, the like the time sensitive mechanics that were hindering it, like the small screen, like like the product of its time factor, because that's I, I I guess I'm subconsciously steering clear of those. I don't know. It's it's hard. There's certain games that that the. I guess in the 3D era, like it specifically, that when they were trying to look good, like it just looks so bad, it's it, that would get in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you look back at them, take off your nostalgia lenses for a second and just really look at them for a second, <laughs> you know, with your 2021 glasses on and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and again, I, I don't think maybe it doesn't even really count because it's not like I thought of it any less of it as a game. I just didn't think it was aging very well. So I just had a Mm -hmm. brief period of time in which I didn't quite enjoy playing it, Mm -hmm. um, which I have since re-reversed my decision on and I'm back to quite liking it again. But uh, I never once thought like, oh, on second thought, this is a horrible game or anything like that. No. right. still trying to think of a game that did that to me and I can't really figure it out. I'm sure there is one. Mm-hmm. You'll think of it driving home mm-hmm. <laughs> from the podcast booth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, here I'll ju- I'll jump in. So I've got I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the floor to conversation about King's Quest because all right I'm leaving King's Quest one and King's Quest two off the list because they're they're pieces of history. It's not fair to judge them. I don't think with the rest because they were trailblazing the entire you know genre literally and. And things like that. So anyway, King's Quest 1 and 2 aside for, for reasons and very wordy reasons we don't have to get into. But King's Quest 3, I turned on. Because I, I recently played <laughs> 3 through 6 again. And <laughs> 3 is just, it's just the worst. I, I thought I liked it because <laughs> it, it, it has a Gold Rush kind of vibe in the graphics, which is <laughs> not a coincidence because um, one of the McNeil brothers worked you know who did gold rush also did art for king's quest i'm not sure if he did art for king's quest 3 just think i'm gonna throw that asterisk mark out there in case somebody checks me but i'm assuming so because it looks like it and he definitely worked on king's quest once anyway i I like the idea of king's quest 3 it's a really nice looking game i wanted to like it Mm -hmm. i must not have played it when i was younger i must have watched somebody play because when it was my turn up to bat to play that thing it was just yeah it was Mm -hmm. it was not a good time 
liking the idea even with the walkthrough yeah liking Mm -hmm. the idea probably is very key here because i had a very similar experience i never played it growing up Mm -hmm. so um i did actually for a while i heard a lot of people criticize it even though it's generally well liked by those who played it Mm -hmm. so i was kind of like uh i read more into it because i never played it and i started like hey this actually sounds um pretty not like a pretty novel idea I kind mm-hmm. of defended it because I thought, like, you know, people were saying like, it's basically copy protection of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, no, but they did it well. That's kind of cool. You know, you have like the magic book, and even if it happens to be copy protection, it doesn't make it any less of a cool idea. And then I tried playing it, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, it's also just not fun. <laughs> it's a lot right. of work. Right. It's yeah. stressful. It is when you're when you're typing the spells out. It's really stressful. You don't want to miss a single key or t- you know any wrong letter. It's yeah, it's brutal. It's it's just it's not a fair game. And and then when you play it with the walkthrough, because I, I realized quickly, and we all kind of hear tell of King's Quest Three and what to expect and things like that. So it's like I'm gonna try and use UHS the hint system, but ultimately like I I, I just I want to make sure I play all the King's Quest games and don't get so mad at three I quit now. So I allowed myself a walkthrough. And even with the walkthrough, it just reveals a very thinly veiled story. Like, there's just not a lot going on. <laughs> no, it's true. I, I That was another one of the too hard. I'd never even tried playing it without a walkthrough at all. I just played it with a walkthrough. It was like, huh, cool magic stuff. But it never was on my, like, top ten <laughs> list. But the idea of it right up until now, as far as, like, for example, the memes go, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true for the memes alone. I will say for yeah. King's King's Quest as a series that the next game completely saved it for me, which is four. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, I of course. I fell in love with four. Like I, I mm-hmm. vehemently just immediately was attached to it and was like, You are now in my top whatever. Because it's mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it's it was so much fun. I, I I don't know how with the guild and sorry about the doorknob listeners, I don't know how with the guild mm-hmm. that, that I and all the groups on Facebook that I never it was never spoiled for me that that at some point it turns to night and gets all straight kind of horror, right? Oh. And that, that, so to experience that like without it being mm-hmm. spoiled was so cool. Exactly. Like, because of all series, I never thought King's Quest would get kind of dark. And obviously, it's mm-hmm. a family friendly, borderline a little scarier than Scooby Doo, but you know, it's it's a family friendly scary. But still, it was just the fact that it. I got. I mean, I got a little chills. It was. It was kind of spooking me out a little bit here and there. Like it was a. It made me feel feelings. Um, a friend of mine, um, Cran Galara of the Ultimate Dragons, uh, I've been watching her stream her playthrough of the King's Quest series on Twitch, and mm-hmm. what she's been doing is basically playing it old school style. Like she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She constantly reminds the people in chat not to give her hints unless she asks for it, and she rarely ever asks for it. And even if she does, she like basically says like just answer my question like don't tell me anything except mm-hmm, for like right. and she'll ask like vague things like do i have everything i need and mm-hmm. stuff like that right so her thing is that she's going through at, with as little hand holding or with as little clues as humanly possible um mm-hmm. uh, and blah 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 to cut it long story short i could spend like an hour just talking about like the Mm-hmm. Uh, about the how the she's doing it. experiment that's happening yeah. right now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's fascinating. But, yeah. yeah, but basically, uh, long and the short of it is that she's playing through it hard way. And one thing which I never thought was going to happen was that she actually managed to just brute force her way through King's Quest 3. Like, she actually managed to figure it out. 
and get through it, which I thought was like, you can't possibly do that without hints. Like there's just no way to do it unless you're going to spend like a year at it. But she actually managed to do it. And what I also didn't realize is um, someone who's playing through without a walkthrough and no hints and no uh, prior knowledge, four and five and possibly six, she's on six right now uh, at the moment, but at least four and five are apparently way harder than we really realized because we probably used hints. Mm -hmm. But um, as I'm watching her, as I I watched her playing it, they are Mm -hmm. actually really a lot harder than I gave them credit for. Oh, that's funny because I'm the opposite. I never had hints for four, five, six, seven, or eight, but I used hints for one, two, and three. But four, as I said, did take me a year and two months. So, yeah. I mean, it yeah. wasn't easy right. at all. Yeah. And none of the other ones took me as long as four did. And five had some funky moon logic stuff going. So it took me like eight months too, right? It wasn't yeah. a quick game. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, she's yeah. she's doing it in the equivalent of like, um, you know, she... she uh, it's probably about an average, about a month per game streaming every yeah. other night for a couple hours a night. So it's really yeah, not that weird. long when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love it. So, you know, like when kids have sleepovers and like their goal is to stay up all night, like eat candy and, and just make it to sunrise and, and then you can pass <laughs> out, right? No. I, yeah. I feel like I could – it doesn't matter. I feel like I could <laughs> – approach these games the way she did in her streams like Mm -hmm. if if it was gonna be like that kind of goal where like it's gonna be hard Mm -hmm. but it's gonna be worth it like you know sitting down and knowing like that's the fun of it is figuring out on your own maybe that's that's the real way to to play some of these old ones Mm -hmm. i guess so (laughs) (laughs) the thing the thing for me though is that the um uh it's just so different between then and now. I know people have um, repeated the sentiment ad nauseum where it's just sort of like, you know, we had time back then. Like now, I'll pay like 20 bucks for a game, but I want it to be done within six hours, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. if I was ready to commit to being like, okay, this game, which if you know what you're doing, takes like maybe 40 minutes to get through, but uh, I don't, so it's going to take me three months like if i had this sort of like okay well i can spend the next three months doing this mm-hmm. like that'd be fine but i just so many people expect hours and hours and hours in the game and just when it comes to adventure games i'm like i want to be done inside of a day if possible mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I don't want to spend and, I, and again like i say months and months and months even though um uh cran over at uh, twitch.tv slash galara underscore dragon uh, if you want to uh, follow her, that'd be great. Um, even though she's been proving it doesn't take that much time, but she also has like this inordinately attuned brain to uh, adventure game puzzle solving. Like mm-hmm. I can tell that she comes up with solutions to these things way easier than I would. Right. Right. And, so and she a lot just, of them are. Yeah. She's, she, she just does have that talent and knack and that right uh, mentality and psychology for it that I don't have. Right. Because a lot of that's right. game extenders, right? They're way off the storyline. They're in there because you're like, if you don't know, this game can take you 20 or 30 or 40 hours. But if you do know, you can probably get through this game in a day, which actually leads me to what you say, Rick. Does it make an adventure game more appealing to you knowing you can use a walkthrough and go through it in four to six hours versus having to slog through 25 hours of figuring stuff out? It depends how it's done. 
honestly. I mean, I have played games that I really enjoyed, but then, like, the first sign of an obstacle, I'm just sort of like... Not an obstacle, sorry. <laughs> the first sign of me getting stuck, I just mm-hmm. lose the momentum and I lose interest, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, um, here I am. Uh, I'm stuck in a puzzle. I've gone through every screen again and I can't figure it out. At that point, I'm just bored. And I know that's I'm not faulting the game for that. That is entirely me. It's just that I do not have that attention span to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to stand here and click on everything until something mm-hmm. works. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is kind of what you have to do in a lot of ca- yeah. in a lot of cases. Even uh, even Kran's sort of been doing that at times. Just sort of like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I just have everything here. I'm at the spot. I'm just going to use everything on everything mm-hmm. in the screen, and eventually just muscles through it. And mm-hmm. I just I I um uh, even playing Day of the Tentacle, which I've been trying to do uh, recently. I've been trying to do it as much as I can without hints, and it's just at times I'm just sort of like, okay, well. I've been back and forth through the screens and I haven't mm-hmm. figured it out yet. And now I just want to do something else for a while. Yeah. Well, what about you, Paul? You have a kid around. So maybe, you know, two to three to five hours is a lot more feasible than 20 to 30. Would you happily sit down and play through a game you've never played with a walkthrough just so that you could get all the way through it? Or is that not worth it to you? Yeah, that's, it's a really good question. Um, I, I guess... Yeah, I, I I definitely find I find it appealing when I hear the game is like six to eight hours long. You know, that's like mm-hmm. that's a kind of a sweet spot. Like that sounds perfect. Where one maybe two evenings or one full day. I well, you know, I'm, I'm going to redirect this back on Rick while I get my crap together more. But let me ask you, Rick, when when you get to the point that you just described, you know, where a puzzle a puzzle just gets to you, do you grab a walkthrough and and finish it for the like for the story, or do you just walk away? It depends on the game. Um, with Day of the Tentacle, I just sort of been sidetracked for other reasons, so it's not the game's fault. Uh, but I have been actually trying to use the Universal Hint system, uh, mm-hmm. which I thank you guys for letting me know yeah. about, because uh, that has been actually really useful. So, um, I don't know. You know what? Here's I, I know that this is one of the things that we keep going back to every once in a while, and I have to say it, that at least in a Sierra game, um, or Sierra-like adventure game, if I die, at least I kind of have an idea of what to do. When mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like left there stuck and not knowing mm-hmm. what to do, and they don't even have the decency to kill me off, it's like they're not <laughs> putting me out of my misery, right? right I'm just yeah. like, come on, tell me what I'm supposed to do. No, figure it out. As opposed to like, oh, that thing killed me, so that's something I should work around. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that. Great, because then in LucasArts, often not to name drop, anything you just you don't know what to do or what not to do because it doesn't does it really matter you just want to progress yeah mm-hmm. uh, that's a good point the, I, i'm surprised that, that i've only seen a few games gra- um give you more information more hints feed you more information uh, the 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 more times you go back like I, I think it's a really good mechanic to be like okay i've talked to the person and none of my items work, and I talk to the person again, and nothing. Whereas, like if if the if you talk to the person, you know, a second, third, fourth time, the game could give you just a little bit more. Like trying to, you know, almost read that the player must be stuck if they keep coming back to said character. Like just just you know reopening the fridge, hoping something new is in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still I still have one more 
on my changed opinions list. I don't know if either of you do, but uh, yeah, I'm going to say Civ 2. And the reason I used to hate it was because it wasn't Civ 1. And the story around that is, for one, I, I lost Civ 1. I I really enjoyed it. I liked the the square tiles that had the number of moves you can do. I liked the way that it was, uh, the map was flat. It wasn't isometric. I liked that uh, everything waited while you did your thing. Time didn't move funny or squirrely on you. But what happened was I lost Civ 1. I couldn't find it. I had played it and I loved it. And then I forgot about it. And then my dad came home with Civ 2 and I was like, oh man, I was hoping it would be that game with the tiles because I couldn't remember what it was, but then it wasn't. And then I got it confused and I thought it was Heroes of Might and Magic 1 because it kind of had the same tile movement system-ish. Anyways, years and years and years later, probably about 15 years ago, I finally refound Civilization 1, which was funny because I'd been playing Civ 3 for a while and realized that was the long lost game. So that was why I didn't like 2. But now, of course, as a part of the series, 2 is, two is fine. 2 okay, is fine. Cool. Oh, you know what? I just remembered one that I can throw in here. Um, Ooh. yeah. Um, on the, on the NES, there's a game called Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. And I played it when I was young, mm-hmm. uh, like elementary school, I think, or maybe, maybe a little bit into high school. And it mm-hmm. was, um, it was fine when I played it. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was kind of, uh, Imagine an adventure game by way of console. No, I don't mean like King's Quest on the NES. I mean, this sort of like, imagine if a console game decided, let's make an adventure, or sorry, imagine if a console decided, let's make an adventure game, but for a console, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, that's how it felt to me. So I, I quite liked it. And, uh, you know, I, I put in a lot of time. I liked it all the way up until the final boss fight, which I thought was, you know, kind of uh, a bit bogus. But the game leading up to that point, I was like, hey, that, that that's kind of cool. It's pretty open world. It's pretty, uh, you know, you can do all the things like search through all the items. You can or start, uh, search through all the furniture, search through all the places, explore the entire area. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Then much later, I think when it came to the, the age of emulation, I decided to revisit it. And holy crap, is that like one of the worst games ever made? <laughs> it's just yeah. I, there's a few I, of those that are yeah, like that in that, yeah, that, that game is just total bullshit i just <laughs> realized it's like wow mm-hmm. this game is just horrible like i <laughs> i don't know what I, I don't know like roger rabbit's one of my favorite movies of all time i guess that sort of played into it and i guess mm-hmm. there's also that that the wonder of it being such an open world for that time which i never uh e- even more so than any other technically open world experience at the time it really felt like hey i can do anything and it's great Mm -hmm. and just yeah then i i went back i'm like wow this is like the biggest pile of crap i've ever (laughs) kind of felt like bart simpson versus the aliens where you have to spray paint everything that they that are an alien thing or no a bart versus the space mutants that's That's what the game was called that one was i loved it so much as a kid i remember remembering that it was a hard but i loved it and now going back as a grown-up i mean i get it i suck but that game is flipping hard man yeah it was it was um yeah yeah, that's about it for me do you have any more speaking of Speaking of Nintendo, I've probably changed my opinion on Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, but I don't know. Except that, that was the Genesis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, touche. Or that's not how touche works, but it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> or like Echo the Dolphin. I loved that game when I was younger, and I should love it now, but I can't figure the fucking thing out anymore. I'm just like, yeah. how did I know what I was doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, stupid short story in like like 2009, when I was just getting back into to all these games. Um, I th- I I thought Echo the Dolphin was Echo Quest, and I bought it online. Uh, yes, yes, that was such a thing for me too. Oh I, my god! I had no idea people. I I uh, I can't. I already forgot exactly which direction you went in that one. But uh, when people referred to Echo Quest, I thought they were referring to Echo the Dolphin. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. All right, I I have I actually have like a bunch that I didn't name because you know this episode went another direction. But I'll, I'll just we'll just go through them real quick. Um, yeah, do that. Lightning round. All right, so lightning round. Uh, King's Quest four through six. I came around on. I liked him a lot more than I did as a kid. Great job. You know, especially mm-hmm. four. Four four is amazing. I I've I've got plenty I could say for five and six. If you if you're listening, you haven't played the King's Quest games, be warned. Hear my warning. That that six gets hyped so much, it's it's not it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was never my favorite and I did I like I like no, it, but I didn't I, realize how favorite favorite it was for people. I the small portion of it that I played I loved. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's such a nice huh. game, it's just not my favorite yeah. in the series. Yeah. Do you yeah. notice this? I, did, I, 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 I like was it. never exploratory enough to have realized, or actually, no, I, I probably was. I just didn't uh, understand the references at the time because I hadn't really played the previous games in the series. But if you're in the uh, pawn shop or wherever and you look at the shelves, uh, the items that you find there are items that are incredibly useful for the previous games. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's right, a little in-jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So satisfying. I play. I played them in order as an adult, and I didn't get that. <laughs> but see, as a kid, if you're playing it because you've never played it before and you're trying to figure it out, it you you do find all that stuff mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I, yeah, I, I and, just mean and, like it, they had stuff like you know you search through the shelves and you find like bridge repair kits and like uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like uh, some sort of like um. A potion that instills bravery in owls, or something like that. Like <laughs> all the things that really, and it like it was it, like every game in the series prior was represented somehow with like all these incredibly useful items that would have totally solved all your problems That's if only I you had it first. That. Yeah. That's why when That's if awesome. anybody I... was to say that there's not a sense of humor in those games, like there is yeah. a layer yeah. of humor all the way through. No, here, here. I was just going to say that this is the same thing. I'm really glad to have learned that at least now because that that gives them a lot of cool points. Because that's yeah. that's some of the that's some of the stuff I've blamed King's Quest for lacking before. Which is just some just fun, just a fun mm-hmm. element. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. it's it's whimsical. It's it's fantasy, but sometimes it's it's not fun. It can be. I, I again, I like four, five, and six. They're really good. And if you heard me say that that six is fine. And I just lost my credibility. Like first of all, I should have lost it a long time ago. <laughs> and we both know that. I'm yeah, talking intimately with the listener now. But but also know that I played three, four, five, and six in the same month, maybe two months. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I, there was a little fatigue by the time I got there. And and the other asterisk mark I just want to say is it was fun. I really did like it. But I feel mm-hmm. like if if you haven't played it and you want to feel like it's great, then expect it to be good, and and, and then maybe okay. it'll be great. Because I expected yeah. it to be great, and it was just. It was good. Mm-hmm. I might have liked five better. Doesn't matter. A lot yeah. of people. This was a lightning round, right? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Carry on with your okay. Uh, lightning. Okay. Legion Suit Larry 5. Boo. I've got that on my list. Sorry. I, I, I don't like it as much. Um, oh, so you liked it before, the, but you don't like it now? I did, but I liked it as a kid. Like, I hadn't played it since I was like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you changed your opinion. So you did like yeah. it, and now you don't. Yeah. But it, okay. kid me gets a lot of things wrong. <laughs> I goes an well, idiot. No, no, no. You um, don't have to apologize. This is about changed opinions. I just want to make sure that you did like it at one point. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it because it, it looks like. It looks like the design on disposable cups from a fast food place in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it's funny because that's actually one of the things that appeals to me the most about it. Like when I when I see people play it or when I see screenshots of it, the art and aesthetic is kind of what draws me in. I I hear people say it's kind of a not a great game, so that's kind of what keeps me at a distance. But it's the art and that style and that total nostalgia. It uh, sorry, that total nineties really hits mm-hmm. me in the nostalgia and I really want to yeah. go back and play that even though I've never played it before but yeah. every time I look at it I'm like this brings me back yeah. so 90s yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah, just the, the most 90s I, <laughs> trying to think <laughs> something eloquent uh, it's swing and a miss condensed 90s yeah, yeah <laughs> it, that concentrate it's, like, it's boiled yeah it's been boiled down like concentrated 90s <laughs> It's like Saved by the Bell and MC Hammer Pants and Urkel and, and <laughs> <laughs> all that in a blender. Um, all right. Uh, next on the list, I got Indiana Jones 3. I, I love this game, first of all. So this it's not like I changed my opinion and now I don't like it. I just used to love it and I had to be real with myself when I real, when I replayed it. And it's it's not a boo. It's just I'm, I'm just disappointed in it. It's I'm not mm. mad at it. It's just... It's it's got two specific things: walking through the castle and walking through the zeppelin that really need to go. Right. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to like it more than I did because that movie's that movie's my thing. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's Fate of Atlantis, which is the, is the perfect game, mm-hmm. which I reiterate because I always feel oddly guilty that I I I don't bring up Lucas Arts enough, or I feel like I shit on them, even though like I love all their games, and I'm like, well, how can it ever come across that way since you sincerely love all the games? So I'm just saying, Fate of Lands is a perfect game, and Sierra isn't. So, huh, take that part of me loves Sierra. <laughs> this is me being fair and balanced. Okay, we're moving on. Leisure Suit Larry 3, I love it. I love it so much it's now. So I, I, yes. It's so yes. good. Oh, my God. Mm. I couldn't get through the, the beginning. I tried, like, several times, like, five years ago and ten years ago. And, like, I would just get stuck in the forest. And I, I don't know why. I just kept – it was not grabbing me, and I blamed it. And I was like, if it was going to grab me, it would have tried, like, three times. But anyway, I finally saw it through, and it's just the best game. I, I mentioned mm. once recently in the uh, Facebook group, I said that – um Three is probably my favorite as a game. I just happen to like the AGI art of the first one the best. So I'd really love if, um, I would really love if somebody could demake Leisure Suit Larry Three into AGI, but but yes. do it from scratch. Like mm-hmm. don't don't just like put it through a filter to change the colors to the nearest uh, equivalent. I mean, like actually just strip out the art and rebuild it in AGI. Like I, I'm not yeah. talking about like mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not yeah I'm not talking about like how some of the VGA games have EGA uh versions. I I just mean like start over, 
make yeah. it an ATI, yeah. but that game, right? Yeah, but the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, anyway, so the, the, the rest of the list here, I'm, I think I'm done. Leisure Suit Larry 3, okay. love the, there's a lot more adult content in that than I was prepared for in a great way. I didn't know I'd be seeing Larry's, mm-hmm. Larry's member and, and uh, it was just, it was just a good time. All of it. Uh, no regrets. The ending is amazing. That's how you do meta and fourth wall breaking. They just committed and owned it. <laughs> like just, they just, yeah. It was great. Um, did space questions. And last one is that I've got is the dig, um, which is a yay. Cause I, I hated it back in the day cause it was so hard and I, I, I'm bad at geometry. Like, yeah. Got something wrong with my brain with geometry bad. Like exactly. it makes it just the I can't process it correctly and the puzzles were very geometric with them stones and I hated it. But I played it recently again and it is one of the just it's just amazing. The storytelling really? is is mint. It's such well, a good story. I got story. the guide like, for solid. it. So I'm ready for it now. I've I I have it. I've had it since I I got the archives and I couldn't get anywhere in the damn thing. So I should now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think you could get through that one with, with hints, with UHS. I don't think full, I don't know if it's, you know what, you might want visuals of, of the stupid cane puzzles, mm-hmm. like just to see where to put the diamonds so it doesn't ruin your day, because it doesn't matter. You know, just, just put them where they go and, and enjoy the game. No, I have, I legit have the strategy guide, so I will, I will use what I have to. Yeah, exactly. So just to put a cap on this episode, are there any games that you haven't gone back to change your opinion on, but you suspect that if you did, you would probably change your opinion on it? Hmm. King's Quest Seven. Yeah. Yeah, because I I you think didn't you like, like it. it. Oh, you... I no, I I didn't like it. I didn't like it so much as a kid because of what it wasn't. Right. I didn't see any. Uh, I couldn't appreciate it for what it was. And the art and what else was going on. I think if I go back and play it again, which I haven't, that I will be more forgiving on that game. Fair enough. Paul? Yeah, it's a good answer. Um, not Jones in the Fast Lane, because fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jones. I love that game. I still do. I'm sorry. I, I played it recently because I was testing out my uh, DOS box. Or was it ScumVM? I don't know. I was testing it on my Android. And I just, I just wanted to test it. And I got hooked. I ended up playing a full round. Ugh. Gross. Um, <laughs> a real answer. I would probably want to go back and play Zach McCracken again because I feel like I would like it. Mm, okay. I feel like I can like it because when I played it, I was expecting the the Lucas Arts experience. You know, you you, right. you get ready for you get ready for. It's just a different kind of adventure game, and it's great. We need both of them. Like yeah. sometimes you, I you, want that. You expect like one of the best games ever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. First of all. <laughs> First and foremost, you expect, you know, an, an exceptional, memorable experience. And second of all, you expect it to be, I don't want to say easy because they're not, but like, you know, just just more of a walk in the park than a Sierra game. You know, just, just a little more casual or, or less intense. I don't know how to word it, but but now that I know that it's, you know, before before they they locked into their trademark things, and it is a little more unfair and a little more difficult and a little more Sierra-y. I feel like I'm prepared to like it if I go back and and possibly use just hints cuz cuz technically we're not really allowed hard. to like games because they're too difficult because we are Sierra fans. So that's like <laughs> not really a complaint we're allowed to use, I guess, unless it's yeah. difficult like a Sierra game codename Iceman style or something. <laughs> I I am pretty sure I, to the point where if I don't even want to test this out, I I'm, I'm pretty sure if I go back and play the Dark Half, which we talked about last week, 
I'm probably gonna it's probably gonna <laughs> dawn on me how bad that game is. But I, I I didn't see it at the time, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm I I really want to play it now because you said you got through it on your own with not much of a problem because. I'm 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 not gonna say you're bad at puzzles because I don't know, but you sell yourself as bad at puzzles, and that's known for having really hard puzzles, and you had no problem with it. So yeah. like I gotta, I feel like I need to experience what the I, hell's I don't going think, on there because I don't think they're hard. They they might be nonsensical, but they weren't uh, hard. Mm-hmm. There's a difference there. That's a good a good point mm-hmm. to make. Yeah, and that's a Sierra gamer thing. We're used to nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, like I said, I I think. And I don't want to go back to Tessa's theory, but I think that a lot of people who complain about it are sort of thinking it in terms of like, well, if you were to watch this play out as a movie, as a literal direct translation of everything that you're doing in the game, yes, it would suck. Mm -hmm. But as a game, I just got through it, got a cool story, which may or may not be anything like the movie or the book. I don't know. Um... And yeah, the puzzles also kind of sucked, but whatever. I, I didn't care. I didn't care for some reason. I, I, I'm probably going to care a lot more now, so I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> all right, mates. That's all the time we got for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, come join the discussion and the community. We're on Facebook. We're a page in a group, Classic Gamers Guild. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at CGG Podcast. Send us an email at mail at classicgamersguild.com. And a huge thank you to all of our Patreons. We really appreciate and love you guys for your support. Uh, you can become a Patreon, too, when you grow up. If you want to, just hop over there and do the thing that they have you do for that. And uh, extra... <laughs> and um, I spare no detail when I explain things. Um, extra special thanks to those in said tier. That's Una and Gus, Jean-Francois Paget, Jay... Ho- Jay Holmes, Mark Fillion. <laughs> Jay, you're going to have to let me know if you're French or not. Uh, Mark Fillion, uh, go check out his game, Chinatown Detective Agency on Steam. Wishlist that. And it's coming out really soon, and it's really exciting. That's that's it. That's all the time we got. Leave us a review and, and stuff. Maybe actually do that. Um, you know, we know when you don't, because <laughs> there's still like three. <laughs> All right, all right. That's 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 my guilt trip for you. You don't have to. It's fine. I get it. Uh, don't do murder. Mm-hmm.